Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Aries. Welcome to Leo season. I'm tuning in with your chart and just really feeling (laughs) you, Aries, you. The theme right now is you, you in your strength, you in your guidance, you in your growth, you in your evolution, you in your sense of self, you in your identity as it is changing and as you are getting a sense of the capacities and also the limits of your personal power, what and how and where and with whom you are wanting to create in your one and precious life. Um, And as the person who only you can be. Moving into Leo season, there is a very momentous shift that the collective is resounding with. And this shift is a uh, acceleration and a kind of cresting of momentum. There have been things that have been building for quite some time now, but my sense is is that you didn't know how the momentum would shape out and something in the transition between Cancer season and Leo season is bringing you a lot of new information and new opportunities Um, There is a very palpable sense that a uh, kind of foundational shift has taken place and you have access to and instinct towards your sense of personal power and capacity in a very new way. Now, this, of course, is not without its challenges because power asks for responsibility and capacity is real. You can't do everything. You can't be everything for everyone. There are particular uh, places where your effort is the most aligned. And this season is doing something in your life um, that is guiding you towards the places, the people, the projects, Um, the processes where your efforts actually really want and need to be applied. So (laughs) I'm feeling you, like you coming into yourself in a very new and different way is a major theme for Leo season. And the essence here is your creative potentiality. So What do you create in your life? You might not be a person who thinks of yourself as creative. 
necessarily, but everybody is creating all the time and you create by bringing your attention and intention uh, towards whatever interests you or captivates you or calls you for whatever reason, compels you for whatever reason. Sometimes we are called and compelled by necessity. Sometimes we are called and compelled by passion. Sometimes it's a whole lot of other things. But whatever we are called towards, whatever we give our labor, our time, our attention, our resources to, that is what we will create. And there is a question for you right now around your creative energy. And the question feels to me like, <sighs> the question feels to me like, can you handle it? And so the issue of capacity is here, but that's not actually what I'm asking when I'm asking, can you handle it? In some ways, I'm asking that. In some ways, I'm asking into your actual resources, your time, your energy, the capacity of your body. In some ways, I'm asking that, and I'm going to get to that soon. But before I even ask that, the question around, like, can you handle it, is can you handle the truth of your own desire? Can you handle the magnitude, the immensity, the vision of your own desire? And... How can you be a human being, <laughs> uh, which I think n most human beings, I, I want to say all human beings, you know, have a sense of personal vision. And for a lot of us, you know, we get thwarted. We get thwarted by the world. We get thwarted by capitalism. We get thwarted by our families. We get thwarted by the institutions thwarted by necessity. In the times when we feel thwarted, the vision that we might hold for ourselves has to kind of go underneath or go dormant. Something needs to happen with it if we can't realize it in ways that actually feel true in the moment of, of how we're being thwarted or how we feel we're being thwarted or something. But there's, it feels like there's a kind of um, question right now around, can you carry the vision? Can you hold the vision? Can you be with the vision even when the circumstances are not ideal? Have you been with the vision, even though everything in the world would tell you to let this vision die? Everything in the world would tell you that your vision is impractical. There's something that's happening for you right now around, can you handle it? Can you, can you hold it? Can you hold the immensity of your own vision in ways that are dignified and honest and enthusiastic? Where you understand that, you know, life is rarely <laughs> what we wish it would be. I don't know about you. I, it's like the circumstances, the conditions of the world are not what I wish that they would be. Right? Life is, is hard. There is challenge. There, there is immense challenge. Can you hold the weight of your vision through the challenge? Can you hold the weight of your vision even though you know the challenge is coming and that you haven't, you haven't experienced what it still has yet to bring you? 
if you believe in your vision right now, it feels like the unexpected is possible. It feels like impossible solutions are arriving at your doorstep. If you have carried your vision through some kind of struggle, there is something that's happening in the Aries charts right now that is opening a door. And for some of you, it's opening a door in your heart, in your notions of what is possible. And the doorway is energetic. And it's a decision that you are now making to step forward into something. And for some of you, the door or the doors that are opening are practical. They are material. They are logistics. Uh, they are relational. They are physical, tangible opportunities. And they uh, aren't arriving without the energetic doors opening as well. And for those of you that are hearing this and it's like it's just the energetic doors that are opening, I want to say that the, <laughs> the, the physical, material, worldly opportunities uh, open when your energy opens, when you feel that you can say yes to your vision, to whatever it is that you are holding and carrying forward in your vision, that's the key. That's the magic key right now to get things to open. I don't totally know what I'm talking about in your chart. I hope you know <laughs> what I'm talking about, but the synthesis here is that Leo season, um, comes at a time when you have already done some kind of work. You have been toiling at something. You have been laboring at something. You have been trying to transform something for a long time. You have been working towards something uh, with, with some kind of dedication, dare I say obsession. You might have thought, and you might still think, that, th that it that there's no reason why you were doing all that. Like, what was I doing? That was a waste of time. It was a waste of energy. What am I trying to do? But my feeling is that Leo season brings you opportunities to know why you did what you did, to understand how what you did is now related to what you can do, and to start to rest inside a new space of potentiality for yourself so that you can feel what is possible in front of you. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, 
Taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the Sun's Days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience, and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. Okay, so now I'm going to get back to capacity, and I'm going to talk about your body, and I'm going to talk about your money, and I'm going to talk about the realms of your material existence that have to do with resource and energy and time. So you have to believe in your biggest vision right now. And I understand that it is very challenging uh, for many of us to believe in our biggest visions while we are living through the um, catastrophic absurdity uh, that is happening in the world right now and the incredible devastation of environment and land and tradition and culture and people and animals. And, um, you know, if you're alive on planet earth right now, then you are here for a time when, uh, the planet and all of the consciousness on this planet really has to face the immensity of brutality that the human, uh, race has, has realized in, in its existence right now. Um, we really have to face that. We have to face the incredible impact of generations and millennia of supremacy cultures, whether it's uh, domination of the feminine, whether it's suppression of queer and trans people, whether it is uh, global anti-blackness and racism. There are so many ways that human beings have um, you know, found to exploit and trap and harm 
one another and therefore to exploit and trap and harm the environment. And we are in a period of time when there is massive breakdown in the world on so many levels. So holding the immensity and the tragedy and all that there is there, I want to say that you are carrying a solution. And the solution that you carry is unique to you and it's unique to your vision and to your passion. And that's what I was trying to talk to in the first part of the horoscope. But the vision that that you are carrying needs to be realized and things are aligning right now for you to realize something. And I don't know what that is in your particular life. But what I want to offer is coming from now countless conversations that I've had with so many different people about how do we internalize and realize in our own lives what we know is needed in the world. And whether that is just for ourselves inside of our intimate relationships, inside of our families, inside of the organizations or the movements that we're a part of, etc., cetera, we, we can't only project outward around what is a problem, what needs to be fixed, what needs to happen, da-da-da. You know, it's, it's the, the saying on all the cards. It's like, be the change. You have to be the change. And in order for you to be the change, you have to internally realize what this world uh, is struggling to realize, which is that productivity and uh, output and, and gen generating more and more and more and trying to endlessly expand um, is not the solution right? Like the strategy of capitalism, of constant growth uh, has led us to where we are now, where the planet is the hottest that it's ever been and the coral reefs are, dry, you know, dying and so are the forests. And, you know, it's, it's this kind of extractive, just insanity, right? And, and constant, blah, 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 go, 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 go. That really, I mean, is a big part of why we're in the mess right now. And there's so much attached to that, so many ideologies, beliefs, etc. But just in that sense of in order to change the world, we actually have to remember how to slow down in certain key ways. And we have to speed up other things that we're doing that allow more and more people to slow down in these key ways. And it feels to me like something is happening in your chart that is connecting with the acceleration of momentum that allows for right pacing. And in order for you to realize the vision that you are trying to realize, uh, to create in the ways that you are wanting to create, you have to move at a pace and be in relationship with yourself and with the world and with others in ways that allow for steadiness and groundedness and needs to get met. There are needs that need to be met. And there are a lot of needs that need to be met. And in 2023 on planet Earth, there are a lot of needs that need to be met. And so there is a kind of uh, agitation 
you know, right now where it feels like a lot of people are speeding up, speeding up, speeding up, frantic, right, in, in survival mechanism, in scarcity mindsets, uh, thinking about only themselves. How are they going to get enough to survive the apocalypse or this kind of thing? It feels like in your chart, you want to do the opposite. You want to steady, slow down, understand the lay of the land, right? Get a sense of who's here, what's happening, and then what kind of action or activity is the best for you? How can you apply your strength and your leadership and your energy, right? Your Aries capacities. Because Aries is a sign that knows how to fire people up and it can definitely catalyze creation. There's a lot that you want to do right now. There's a lot that you can do right now. But you will burn yourself out and you will probably not reach the point that you would call successful if you're only trying to do this by yourself. And if you are uh, working in ways that disregard the relationality of your life. And part of what I mean by that is, for example, if you're so stressed out by what you're trying to do, that then you can't be kind to your friend when you see them and you're like agitated and cranky, that's not gonna help the relationality of your life. And so there's a question right now around how do you live and attend to your labor and your tasks and set your life up in ways that allow you to be relational and that allow you to move at a pace and to implement whatever it is that you're trying to do in ways that care for the needs that are here. And in order for you to know what needs are here, you have to move slow enough uh, so that you can perceive them. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, You'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers. A monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, 
So with that said, I want to offer some advice around practical timing. Do with this what you will. Make the meaning that's meaningful for you. The first week of Leo season from the 22nd through the 29th is intense, my friend. A lot is happening. Hold on to your hats. This is a week for you to chill as much as you possibly can. Do not try to make things happen. Do not force anything. This is a period of time for you to notice what is happening around you and align your direction uh, with your deepest values and your, your biggest ideals and your sense of discernment and practicality. A lot of things are shifting in this week. It's, it's, it feels like a whole um, new current of energy is starting to channel into your life. And my biggest piece of advice is to chill as all of these uh, new influences are coming in and to keep your wits about you, okay? So again, slow and steady wins the race. Lots of deep breaths. And remember the kind of pacing that is going to assist you right now. Now, the things that are happening in the first week of Leo season um, are setting up some kind of process. And it looks to me like there's more cohesion and gelling around this process as we get into the last third of August. So almost on the way out of Leo season. So that means that the first three weeks or so of August uh, hold a period of time in which a lot is kind of like the, the image that I have is that we have to put everything out on the table so that we can see what we have. And sometimes we have to make a mess in order to clean up. And so this is a period of time in which it's just like things have to kind of explode a little bit. There are so many things to consider. There's a ton of details. There's a lot that you are trying to navigate and work through. I really want to encourage um, you during this time to try and take care of your health as best as you possibly can. Um, for some of you, this for some areas, this is a period of time in which your your health actually needs to be your guidance. And when I was talking about capacity and pacing, listen to your body. If you are um, feeling the truth of your body saying, I can't do that. That's too much for me. That's going to wear me out. That's going to make me ill or something like that. You have to listen to that. No, um, you, this, this can also often be very subtle. It can be, you know, from one moment to the next that you really during this time want to practice very good energetic boundaries. It's very important for you to get whatever it is that can help you, um, maintain some kind of sense of well-being in in whatever way you know you can sometimes it's like you do the best that you can right are you drinking enough water um can can you put your hands over your belly and ask your parasympathetic system to calm down and you know there are techniques for stimulating the vagus nerve um you might want to look at some videos for that uh, very simply, you can kind of um, just pat yourself from your throat down to your chest. Um, you can tap over your 
upper sternum and your collarbone area. And you can place one hand uh, over your chest and one hand over your belly button and just work with regular rhythmic breathing, kind of tuning in to a very gentle, steady breath. And very simple techniques like that during this period of time, I think will go a long way for you um, because there is just so much that's happening. Um, and so this is also the period of time that is kind of held between the full moon and the new moon. We have a full moon on August 1st and a new moon on August 16th. And this uh, lunation cycle for you is all about growth. It's all about new opportunities. It's about meeting and expanding and connecting with your creative energy and how your creative energy now leads to creation in the future. And so a, so a lot of speculating around this time, a lot of you are having very big ideas. Some of you might be having very big anxieties. Uh, my tendency is to be uh, sometimes more optimistic than realistic, honestly. So I'm just going to own that and, you know, say that this is a period of time in which steady and easy wins the race. You really want to be working in a way that is both quite sober and imaginative. And so you got to hold kind of the balance between them, especially around middle of August, 12th, 13th, 14th, um, really tune in with your heart around this period of time. When you believe in your biggest vision and you bring yourself into your biggest vision, your vision will manifest and grow. You do not know at this point what seeds you are planting for the future. Actually, you know what you're watering those seeds with. You don't know what choices you're making right now uh, and how, how they will affect the future. You're doing things that you can't even see in this moment. A lot of what you're doing is about relationship building. A lot of what you're doing is about uh, tending to what you care about. A lot of what you're doing right now is about investing in something. You can't even see how what you are doing will manifest and take shape in the future. But what you are doing is really for the future. And so when you really anchor into your biggest heart, into your biggest vision, um, you are gifting yourself in the future. And especially um, in the span of days around and leading up to the new moon. So again, from about August 12th, I'm going to say through the 19th, that weekend there, meditate every single day with your heart. Tap on your chest. Uh, imagine a glowing love emitting from your body. Um, from that space, ask for support. Ask for guidance. Ask for direction. Um, really listen to your capacity. Be as honest as you possibly can. When you come to circumstances and situations with humility, with humbleness and with a willingness to be in service and in process, um, it really serves you at this time. Now, when I say humility and humbleness, I do not mean people pleasing because this is also a period of time, this, this entire season, and I'm going to say the next two years, um, this the show is about you <laughs> in your life like you have to be uh, strengthening yourself leading from your heart leading from your sense of personal purpose and vision and not in a narcissistic bombastic arrogant way where you're you know 
enforcing your way on everybody else, but in a way that is humble and that has humility and that is coming with an energy that is about service. And this will, I think, really lead you in directions that you are excited about and feel proud of in the future. Now, I do just want to uh, reiterate that this is a period of time in which a lot is all over the place when it comes to details and things to think about and things to manage and things to attend. And um, you really need to give yourself the time and the space to figure it all out. It is not in your best interest to stress out about it any more than you already will be. So if anything that I can say right now can help you remember to take some deep breaths, to be into your body, um, maybe remind yourself of the absurdity of all that is happening and has happened and is as of yet unknown. It's like, what the hell? Can you even fathom it? No. H humanity is a huge experiment. Like, what the fuck is going on? Who knows? You know, sometimes a little dose of absurdity and kind of like a, yeah, like, who knows? Like, tossing it out there can be very relieving. And if you can blend that with your vagus nerve stimulation, your parasympathetic um, nervous system support, and this feeling of heartfulness, what you have is great humor, right? Surrendering to the absurdity, calming your nervous system, and leading with your heart. Okay, so that was a mouthful. Um, this period of time is very important in the larger arc of 2023's year-long astrology. And I have just discounted my 2023 annual readings to 50% as we are definitely in the second half of the year. And if you haven't yet listened to or read your 2023 year ahead reading, that reading is about two hours long for most signs. It comes with a PDF of helpful dates and it is here for you as a resource for the bus schedule of astrology in your life. It offers um, insights into the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of this year. And this sense of creative self-actualization is a major, major theme. So if you're interested, you can find it at embodiedastrology.com. Lots of love to you. I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Bye for now.